Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking. Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to our show. It's uh, super exciting we got to come in twice because it's that important with our finances and I'm excited to have you here. Um, we are uh, at Financially Speaking and the Inspired Choices Network. We are helping people be successful in their future. We are helping people to achieve the dreams that they have for themselves and specifically here on Financially Speaking, we are helping break down the scary monster called finance and make it easy to understand for everybody. So that's what we do uh, every week. We talk about different things in finance that usually scare people or give them at least a little bit of a shiver or some people just break out in hives and fear. But the reality is you can understand all your stuff yourself. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, during my my normal day, I am a financial advisor as well as I have a bookkeeping company, and our practice focuses on helping people truly understand their finances. We help them with training and education, and of course, we help them to make money, <laughs> but uh, that's always uh, our goal is to have people understand everything that's happening. So welcome to the show tonight. I'm super excited because it's a little bit different show tonight for me. Um, we have a guest, but our guest isn't coming on until a little bit later. And we're going to talk tonight because we had this great conversation with um, my daughter, Tori, and her boyfriend, Carl. We were having this great conversation about uh, different generations and what really are they and what are the various generational breakdowns, what keeps, what's keeping these generations up at night. And we're going to talk about baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, et cetera, what, who they are, what their concerns are. And then we're going to have uh, Karen Cook, our special guest, which I will introduce a little bit later, stop in and chat with us as well. So when I say to you um, the definition of a generation, really, what does that mean? We hear conversations about uh, Gen X and millennials, and, and it's really all relative. Um, and depending on uh, who you talk to and what statistics you, you pull from, uh, which generations get broken down into which years. So um, tonight I'll, I'll share with you how I've broken it down and who I'm using, but um, what is the definition of a generation? A generation is a group of people who are born around the same time and they're raised around the same place and they're people in this birth cohort that we call it, uh, that they exhibit similar characteristics, they, similar preferences, similar values over their lifetime. Um, and at the center of generational kinetics, they say that generations are not in a box. Instead, there are very powerful clues showing where to begin connecting with and influencing people in different ages. So you hear a lot about, especially baby boomers, when you say, you know, they're they're getting older and they're they're moving into that retirement phase and or they're in that retirement phase, and um, 
you talk about what stresses is going to be on the economy and what opportunities there's going to be in the economy because there's always both, right? So um, they specialize in the relationship between geography and generation. So millennials, for example, they're because we hear a lot about millennials, um, they're the most consistent generation globally. Um, but there's a big important difference between millennials raised in an urban environment versus those raised in a rural one or those who move to a new country. So those are those are the different things that they study at the Center for Generational Kinetics. Now tonight I'm going to use as my definition Neil Howe and William Strauss's definition of generational cohorts in the U.S. And this is how they have it broken down. And you will see variations from specific years, but for tonight, this is who I'm using, so we're all talking about the same thing. So from 1900 to 1924, they're called the GI generation. From 1925 to 1945, they're called the silent generation. From 1946 to 1964, those are our baby boomers. From 1965 to 1979, those are called 13ers, or Generation X, which is my generation. And from 1980 to 2000, those are your Millennials, or Generation Y. Now, from 2000 to the present, they're called the New Silent Generation, or Generation Z. So you'll hear them talk about Gen Z, or Gen Y, or Gen X. Well, Gen Y and Millennials is interchangeable, but you always hear more about Millennials. Um, and, and those are the ones that they, they get a lot of press. A lot, a lot of times it's not good press either. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but we're going to talk mostly about um, what their financial relationships are. So when we talk about baby boomers, um, a lot of us think of, you know, your grandparents or, or people in that particular range, and they're retired or, or close to retirement or they're, they're moving into that long-term health care facility and which of course is a whole show on its own about how stressful it can be waiting to get into long-term health care you know psychologically moving into it how expensive it can be what finances are required all that stuff um, but tonight we're just going to talk what are the big concerns of these different generations now there was an employee financial wellness survey done in April 2016 so not that long ago and 38 percent of our boomers 46 percent of our Gen Xers which is which is my people my generation <laughs> And 51% of millennials, they said that the financial matters are the top cause of stress in their life. So that's over 50% of our millennials, almost 50% in my generation of Generation X, which we're saying from 65 to 79, that's that's our year. Um, and then 38% of the boomers. So it's still a high number for boomers because you think of these guys, they're from 1946 to 1964. So they're still concerned. That's one of their top causes of stress in their life. And in fact, baby boomers, 50% of them, 56% of the Gen Xers, and 60% of the millennials, they share the same top financial concerns about not having enough emergency savings for unexpected expenses. Um, they're following uh, additional concerns for each group on different ways that they need to save money and understand their money. So they all have various concerns around money, but the bottom line is the same concern comes up with over 50% and up to 60% with our millennials, that they're worried they don't have enough of an emergency savings for unexpected expenses. It's huge. It's huge. It's a huge concern. It's a very real concern. And what are we as a as a community, a community at large in terms of the world, what are we going to do about it? Because this is not just a problem in the U.S. This is not just a problem in Canada. This is not a North American problem, period. This is 
people around the world are concerned about their finances. And they're concerned about it because, A, they don't understand it, and B, they're concerned about how complicated they think it is. So when we talk about baby boomers, their big concern, of course, as we suspected, is retirement. 45% of the group in the baby boomer category that was surveyed said that they're worried about not being able to retire when they want to. 45%. And then there's 79% of the baby boomers that said they're currently saving for retirement. 52% of the same group believe they have to delay their retirement. These are huge numbers. And when you think of how many people, the baby boomer is the largest generation next to the millennials now. So when you think about how many people we're dealing with here, that's a huge issue. Health issues was 30% of their concern and healthcare costs was 38% of their the survey number people's concern. Some of the biggest retirement concerns cited for the boomers was health issues and healthcare costs. And as a result, many of these baby boomers, uh, about 23% of the group surveyed, they're delaying retirement so that they can they can retain their current health care benefits. Now, I know we haven't talked a lot about health care benefits on the show yet, but it is a show on its own. And health care benefits, make no mistake, we have in Canada where I'm, I'm, my head office here is based, um, we do have a great health care system. And a lot of people I know in the U.S., they, they look to Canada and they think, wow, you have free health care. Make no mistake, nothing is free. It's paid for in your taxes. There are certain things that are not covered under your health care plan. And you also have group benefits. Like you also have benefits similar to the United States, similar to um, uh, Australia, around the world. You have different places where you have group benefits. And a lot of people, that's a huge concern when they work. Do I get benefits? When do I get benefits? After my three-month probation? Um, after so many years? Do I pay for my pro- my benefits? Or are they paid by the company? Is it a, a a split pay where I pay some and you pay some. Um, benefits are a big deal. So we have them here in Canada, and people are that's one of the important questions people ask is if they get benefits when they work. And that is one of the reasons people are, are boomers are delaying retirement because they're concerned about losing their health care benefits. And that's for their drug plan, their dental plan, their eye plan, um, all the things that aren't covered under the medical plan, like maybe the ambulance ride or the cast, if you break a break a limb, the crutches, all these things that you you got to think about when you're dealing with your health. Other reasons that the baby boomers are delaying their retirement is they 48 percent, 48 percent. This is a huge number. Surveyed said they do not have enough money to retire. That's huge. So 23 percent are delaying it because they want to hang on to their current health care benefits. They're scared to not have them, and 48% don't have enough money to retire. 27% just plain old don't want to retire, and that's probably the ones that are just enjoying what they're doing or they haven't planned for retirement or they're scared to not be working, um, or or they just love what they do, and that's great too. Then there's 23% of them that are not retiring because they just have too much debt, and that's also a concern. So those are our baby boomers, and I started with them because in – for all of us, we understand who these people are. They're the older generation that we deal with now. Now, our Generation X, that's us. That's that's me, the people that I went to school with and people in my age bracket. Now, baby boomers, they're concerned about retiring. Gen Xers are more specifically re- worried about running out of money in retirement. 50% of the group that surveyed was said this was their main concern. They were scared they're going to run out of money. 
Now, we have more Generation X, so more Gen Xers, about 26% of them, more, 26% more than the baby boomers, um, 35% of the baby boomers or, millenni- or millennials, 21% more than them. They've already withdrawn money held in their retirement plan for expenses other than retirement. So they're scared they're going to run out of money, yet they're already pulling money out because they need it for um, non-retirement reasons. So that's a big deal. And besides worrying about retirement, the 25% of our Gen Xers, they're worried about meeting monthly expenses. These are daily living worries. 45% of them find it difficult to meet household expenses on time each month. That's paying your mortgage, paying your house insurance, paying your car insurance, paying your utilities. Huge, huge concerns. And 53% of them consistently carry balances on their credit cards, which is also a huge concern. And way back when we talked about compounding on one of our shows, we talked about, you know, it's it's great one on the growth, but it's very scary on that side because it also compounds that way. Um, being laid off from work is another huge, huge risk and concern financially for Gen Xers. 22% of them surveyed said that um, that was a big concern for them, being laid off. And 26% said that they um, were reporting a better job security that would help them achieve future financial goals. So they're re- worried about their future retirement and their current living expenses. Those are, are huge, huge concerns. And then we have our millennials that we we are defining tonight, our millennials, to be between 1980 and 2000 when they were born. So I know everybody out there, doesn't matter where you're, where you're living, doesn't matter what sector you work in, it doesn't matter what stage in life you're at financially, we all know people in each of these categories. And if you think about someone in those categories, are you thinking, geez, you know, that sounds just like them. They are worried about that. That is a concern. So when I talk to you about the baby boomers being worried about their, their health care and, and being able to retire, and then you think about your Generation X, and these guys are, are not just worried about having enough money in retirement, they're worried about making daily living expenses come true today. So when you think about them, now what do you think the millennials are worried about? The millennials, they're worried about their financial needs as well. But they're more worried about meeting current expenses. And this has grown substantially. So from 23% in the same survey in 2015 to when they redid the survey in 2016, it grew to 35%. So it grew another 12% from one year before, where millennials are finding it increasingly difficult to pay their household expenses on time each month. And that's huge. That number jumped from 35% in 2015 to 46% in 2016. This is fascinating and huge numbers, and we're going to continue to talk about it after our first break, um, which we're going to take right now. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about the generations and financial concerns that they have. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network, and today our topic is about generations of financial concerns. So before we went to break, we were just talking about the various generations, like our, our millennials, also known as Gen, Gen Y or Generation Y, my generation of Gen X, or also known as the 13ers. Um, there's also the 2000 to present generation, our newest generation, I guess. Uh, the new silent generation is what they're called, or Gen X, or Gen Z, or Gen Z, if you're in the United States. So we're going to just carry on a little bit about the concerns. We were talking about baby boomers' big concern is health care and, and how to retire if they're going to. Gen X's big concern is meeting current daily expenses as well as having enough money to retire. And millennials, well, they're just worried about meeting current expenses in a huge way. And the numbers are on an increase, on an increase, which is scary. Considering that the amount of debt that millennials owe, it's probably not going to surprise you that they're worrying about making ends meet. When you see, um, when you see that the student debt passed the mortgage debt in Canada, and I I don't have the the exact statistics right in front of me, but I actually think that might even be North America, but for sure Canada. When you see that the 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 generation of the millennials or the Gen Ys are owing more in student debt than there is in mortgage debt, you can see why they're concerned about making ends meet. So 42% of the millennials that were surveyed in this study have a student loan, 42% of them. And 79% are saying their student loan has a moderate or significant impact on their ability to meet other financial goals. 79% have a student uh, student, that have student goal, student loans are impacting their financial goals in a huge, huge way. Isn't that scary? So in an attempt to make ends meet, 30% of millennials say they use their credit card to pay for monthly necessities because they can't afford it. So they're using their credit card as a normal monthly expense tool because the 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 fear and the financial stress is so high. Now, 40% of those who consistently carry balances make it difficult 
to pay the minimum credit card payment on time each month. What are we doing with this generation? What are we doing to them? So how can we address these concerns for everybody? Well, everybody, each generation, each age, each person, I've always said is, is, a, is a special case. I would never say this is the, the, the magic wand formula for any particular uh, group or a group in general. Every single person, if you're identical twins, you still have a different plan and a different need that you, you have. But in tonight's mission, <laughs> to at least get us thinking about how we can help for our futures, and help to save for our finances and our financial future. Let's just look at talking about something I talked about a long time ago, and I talk about it all the time, really, and that's just packing your cash. People call it a budget, and they get overwhelmed and fearful, and, and let's just call it tracking your cash. So if we can track our cash and understand exactly how much money we need for our fixed expenses, and we know that every month we need that X amount of dollars, then we are tracking how much comes in and how much is going out. Then we can use this as a very useful turn tool to learn how to prioritize and save for our financial goals. And this is including an emergency fund. This is including about emergency savings and retirement savings. And this is at any age. You want to start with understanding your short-term and your long-term financial goals. It can be frustrating. So let's just say, hey, my short-term goals are one, two, and three. My long-term goals are these one, two, and three goals. And then we're going to track our cash and say, this is how much money comes in. This is how much money goes out. And this is how much money that goes out. I'm going to put an F beside it for fixed. That's required. Or I'm going to put a V beside it for variable or discretionary. D, whatever you want. Whatever's easy for you. Fixed or mandatory or there's variable or the you know it's got some flexibility. Whatever you want terminology makes you happy and comfortable, use that. And then you can even do it in different colors if you want to make it more fun. Say, this is my money coming in. And my fixed cost that I have to have, which is my, my rent or my mortgage or my insurance or my um, utilities, that is going to be in, you know, purple because that's fixed. And then my variables or my wiggle room numbers, if you want, we're going to do all those in like maybe a, a blue color because we're going to look at that and we're going to say, you know what, our grocery bill is variable because we don't have to buy steak necessarily. We could buy hamburger or we could buy, um, instead of buying, you know, a week's worth of chicken, we could buy smaller amounts. Or if we're going to buy in bulk, we could join a, you know, go with a friend to the bulk store, then we can split on it. Like there's lots of opportunities to do things. So to control your costs, I know, you know, we could do stuff by turning on our lights and, and making sure we're efficient at the, the, you know, not using peak time energy for hydro too. And of course, we're going to want to do all that stuff, but, um, there's certain amounts that you have to pay every month, and that's what we want to watch. So tonight, that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit with the generational um, concerns because I see it and hear it all the time with different clients, and I think, wow, like everyone's got financial concerns. Make no mistake about it. Don't be comparing yourself to your neighbor or keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. Every single person has a financial concern. Either they don't have enough or they're scared they're not going to have enough or they're struggling to pay ends meet or they've got financial debt from whatever happened, school, divorce, um, bad investment, business adventure, whatever the case is, everybody has stuff. So that I want to talk to you about tonight. The other stuff that we're doing tonight, we have a guest coming on, and I'm really, really excited about this because at, here at Financially Speaking, um, you know a little bit about me and my uh, my 
my passion for helping people and understanding their finances, getting on track, making the money, planning for the future, all these great things and wonderful things that we can do. Um, I also have a book coming out that has just gone to its final edit, and it's going to be coming out in the next couple weeks. And with that book, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a, a, a speaking tour, if you will. And that's going to take me away from a lot of my uh, other obligations and uh, and opportunities like my show here, which I love doing and I love coming and talking to you guys every week. So I am going to bring in a guest host, and the guest host is actually my sister. And I figure who better to come in and help me with my show than somebody I've worked with who I know really well, and I know she's got the ability and uh, the background to do it. Um, her her bio is, it doesn't read um, it, you just can't put into a biography what, what she's done. Um, she is a health and safety expert as well as a licensed first aid instructor. She saved businesses tons of money from implementing proper health and safety programs as well as avoiding any Ministry of Labor fines. Um, she has a background in healthcare, and by a background, I mean it's, it's awesome. Like, she worked in the OR. I mean, saving lives, literally saving lives. And I mean actual lives, not just financially saving your life. She saved people's lives. Um, she has firsthand experience of the importance of proper health care. And when I see that health care is one of the top concerns for um, our baby boomers, who better than someone with a history in health care to talk about us, to talk to us about that. Um, she started her career as a nurse and spent uh, many, many years helping patients recover and get back to health. And she also sees the stress that it causes when you are not prepared um, and you either are sick or diagnosed with something and you're off work and the stress that that can cause because if you're going to recover and you're going to be healthy, you still got to pay your bills. So she sees the stress in that. She has seen the stress of people going into nursing homes from having worked in them and, and working with the families. Uh, she sees the effect that poor health and safety practices have on people's lives. lives. Um, everything's connected. I mean, I always joke that everything comes back to finance, and, and the reality is it truly does. But it's a huge effect when you have stress for finance on your health. And she's had first experience with dealing with that mental health, physical health. That's a huge, huge impact. Um, she has been teaching as a professor for many, many years and sees the stress that it has on our millennials and the student debt that they're carrying. And she uh, retrained after a uh, personal injury that she had and was no longer able to work in the operating room and became paralegal. Her specialty was in collections, and she saw every day and dealt with the financial stress that it has on people who need to pay their bills, want to pay their bills, and companies that need to collect the money and want to collect the money. Um, she's seen as a trainer, the business owners, and the stress that they have of not meeting ministry requirements, not having proper training in place, not having proper documentation in place. Um, she has seen as an entrepreneur how much how challenging it is to to start a business, be in business, and help other people in that same position be in business. She's armed with over 20 years of experience. She's got a master's degree in education. Tons of licensing, tons of experience, and she's on a mission to protect businesses and families and keep them healthy and safe, both financially and physically. I'm going to introduce Karen, and then we'll talk to her for just a minute, and we'll take our second break. When we come back, we will talk more with Karen. So, Karen, uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you back. Thank you very much, Kathy. It's good to be back. So, I'm I'm excited. We just have... 
we're just going to talk for about two minutes and then we'll take our break and we come back we'll get into the nitty-gritty of all these amazing topics and ideas that you have going forward over the next couple months for financially speaking um but i i think um really it's really hard for me to put you in a category of healthcare or finance or trainer because do you not find that everything you've done has really prepared you and brought you forward to this point where you're able to pull all these pieces from your past together and, and help people in all areas? Yes, I absolutely do, Kathy. Uh, it seems like I've kind of gone all over the place, but it has all worked out to where it's come today to where I am to be able to uh, go past my injury, revamp my career, and believe me, it was a little bit costly, and we'll talk about that in one of the future episodes. But I do believe that everything comes together for a reason. And I have been fortunate enough to be able to start my own business uh, and use my experience, both personal and professional, and have been able to save individuals and people's businesses a lot of money as well as helping to save lives. Absolutely. And it's funny sometimes, and I know you'll talk about this too, but it's so funny sometimes when you're in that you can't see the forest for the trees so to speak where you just you don't understand how these things are all connecting and I know everybody out there has everyone's got a story and everybody's been through stuff but when you look back and you start to see the pieces connect you're like wow this kind of led me on the path to having gone through that so I can help more people and and have the bigger experiences so that you're able to help them right yes it is it, it is difficult to see when you're going through things yourself but uh, looking back hindsight, I realize now that uh, everything that happened has made me a better person. It's made me uh, more ambitious, and it's shown me the way so that I can help people to help themselves, their family, their work, their employees, and, of course, their business. Absolutely. And with that, we're going to take our second break for the night. And when we come back, we're going to have lots of opportunity to talk to Karen about the uh the future that we're taking financially speaking, because we're, we're going to really, to quote Emerald Lagasse, we're going to turn it up a notch. So you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, and Karen Cook. And on we are on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue to talk about all the important things that we need to talk about on the show. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. 
You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we talked about different generational concerns, uh, financial concerns, and the different generations. And we're now also going to be talking about the excitement and uh, future that we have here at Financially Speaking as I become more of a guest and less of the host and Karen takes over as my guest host for the next couple months while I am out um, doing work in my in my practice as the practice has grown and my book becomes uh, published and I have some commitments that I need to, to do with my book. So, Which, of course, I will share more with, with everybody about as we get a little bit closer to launch date obviously um i'm excited about it and i'm i want to and i'm happy to share it so when just before the break we were talking to karen and her vast experience which i know i couldn't possibly have done justice and she's going to have to share more with you as you you get to know her better on uh financially speaking because there's just so much history and so much knowledge there that she's going to be able to share so um karen maybe just give a little bit of background because I know I, I gave a little bit, but uh, there's so much more there. Maybe just share a little bit of your journey on how you became to be the entrepreneur that you are today, having gone through a lot of uh, transition in your life. Well, I suppose I'd have to go back to my childhood. <laughs> um, I always remember wanting to be a teacher. And anytime we played as kids do, the teacher-student thing, I always had to be the teacher. I wasn't a very good student, but I was a better teacher. And then I remember liking to do the healthcare stuff and maybe wanting to be a nurse. I know other than wanting to be Wonder Woman, because, I mean, when you ask a child what they want to be when they grow up, I don't know, a superhero, something like that. So I knew I probably wasn't going to grow up to be Wonder Woman, but I knew I could do something. And I liked the teaching. I liked the healthcare part. And I always kind of like to fight, so I knew I'd better do something with that. So I, that's how I kind of got into the legal uh, system. And I was always good at kind of acting, putting on shows, being the center of attention. So I guess that kind of all worked out well because I ended up being a college instructor for 13 years, as well as for the last 15 years running programs, so first aid programs, babysitters courses, stay safe child CPR, vision board workshops, and the Ministry of Labor courses and compliance training. So I think everything there kind of came together and got me to where I am today. Of course, it took a lot of work, a lot of education, and yes, a lot of money. So having your finances in order is a good thing, but even if it isn't, there are a lot of options out there to help you to get to your goals. Absolutely. And it's it's funny when we look back if you, you think you're you're going in a straight line and it's really more of a a zigzag and and a sharp turn and sometimes a u-turn but it always leads you to the place where you need to be and you always learn and even through the good times and the bad times you always learn something don't you either about yourself or a tidbit or or some kind of uh insight onto the success track um, and I'm sure you've got lots of things that you've learned, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I didn't jump right into the top of any field. 
I worked my way up, which I found was a little bit easier each step I took because I knew more and more and more. So I had built a platform of information and experience and knowledge, which helped me build up to the next level of whatever education or job or course that I was going to take. So, for instance, in healthcare, I started as what was known as a healthcare aide, which doesn't even exist today. So I'm going back a few years, uh, I guess the closest relation would be a personal support worker. And I worked as a healthcare aide, realized I need to move up. I want to do more. And then became a registered practical nurse. Worked in the nursing homes, all of the retirement facilities, uh, and then eventually worked my way into a hospital and worked every level, every area, every department, and thought, wow, now I'd like to master the inside of the body. So I took an operating room course and became an operating room technician. Best job, hands down, in healthcare I ever had. Loved the job. Unfortunately, I was injured, and that kind of put a little U-turn or a wrench in my career aspirations. Ironically enough, at the same time, I had been offered a position to teach at a college. It was healthcare, so hence came my teaching um, performance. And at the same time, I also enrolled in a Master of Education program and completed that while teaching. So I was able to do that for many years, teaching in the healthcare field, many different areas, as well as business and um, other areas. Loved it. And also at that time decided uh, teaching the first aid for myself would be a good thing, too, to help businesses and individuals because I have helped save lives. I've helped people. Now it was time for me to pass that knowledge on to help other people keep themselves safe, their family, their employees, their friends, and, of course, their businesses, which then in turn came the Occupational Health and Safety Training, the Ministry of Labor Compliance courses, because that's law. And I thought, you know, a lot of businesses don't have it, don't know about it, are getting in trouble for it. So that's something I added and thought this could definitely help people, but help the businesses too. Because helping your business is great, because if it isn't good, neither are you. And you as the owner want to make money, want to succeed, want to help people as well. And you can't do that when you're always worried about not being compliant, getting into trouble, paying fines. So it's important that we have the financial abilities, but we also have the emotional stability to be able to handle that. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm glad you said that because, I mean, I, I know I, I reference how your, your health is always impacted by your finances and vice versa, but you actually have, that's, that's not my scope of experience because I've never, I've never worked in the health industry, but because you worked in healthcare and and in, I'm going to say the financial industry because you're an entrepreneur and, and you certainly know what it, what you need to, to track and your numbers and stuff like that. So there, I'm true, it's true when I say that the stress financially affects your physical body too, right? Yes, stress is actually not a good thing. Well, I shouldn't say that because some sources say that a little bit of stress is good, but having this stress in your life, and sometimes you don't even know. I never realized that I carry any stress. I always thought, no, I'm pretty good. I'm good with stress. I deal with it. I have outlets. I have, I'm have. i a pet parent, so I play with my dog. Great stress reliever. I play piano. Great stress reliever. like to get out the karaoke machine, do my own thing. So I'm thinking I'm doing well. But after my injury, I realized 
I do carry stress and I carry it in my lower back. So my doctor told me. So he said, you know, you have to deal with this, find an outlet, find out what's causing the stress. And as a happy-go-lucky person who never thought about it, knowing that I have helped people in the healthcare field, taught students, this is how you handle stress, not thinking I have it. But years ago when this happened, I thought, okay, fine, now I know. Sometimes this adds to my pain because stress becomes an emotional issue. And if you don't deal with that, this crutch is going to follow you around and you're not going to be able to succeed. So when you find out what your stress is, how you can deal with that, and how you can maintain your emotional stability, it makes you more successful personally and absolutely professionally. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's incredible to me. And I know over the years we've had lots of conversations about lots of things, but um, the snowball effect of uh, people and their health and the financial it spins out of control and and really how it can just escalate and cause them some serious damage emotionally and physically. Um, and you've helped, you've had that. You've dealt with those people. So you, you were seeing a lot of the physical results and then I'd see a lot of the financial results. So um, when you start, when now you're in a position where you actually have had firsthand experience seeing both of them and uh it's incredible how similar uh people are as different as they are they're similar as well right yes i mean we're all kind of the same because we're all here in this life we're trying to make a life for ourselves make our mark be successful we need money to survive i think most of us want to be happy and in order to do that it all comes down to finances I was naive in my younger years thinking in healthcare, nope, the bottom line is the patient, the bottom line is the person, it's the care. But that care and those nurses can't be there unless the finances are there to help maintain that level, which will then be able to be carried over to the patient. And I find that without the money, you know, really nothing works. And to worry about money is one of the biggest stressors that we'll ever go through. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, you're going to be taking over for, uh, financially speaking, you're going to be our, our guest host for the next uh, two months or so, and I'm going to be joining you uh, as a guest every once in a while, I hope. <laughs> and I want to talk to you, uh, we'll talk just for a minute or two about um, what direction you're going in and some of the, the areas you're going to be able to enlighten our, our audience on, which I know there's so many of them, but... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about that. We have a minute before we go to our next, our final break, and we'll come back, of course, and have more of that conversation. But um, just maybe an overview of, of where you're looking to see financially speaking go. Well, I think that, I mean, your your wonderful introduction of me was uh, very remarkable. I hope I can live up to that. I will do my best. And I think there's a lot of topics and a lot of personal things that I can bring to the show um, and experiences that have helped me get to where I am. And believe you me, I have suffered financially as well. And there are a lot of avenues out there that I've explored and been able to use and utilize. And I think that's helped me to get to where I am today, uh, not as stressed about finances and definitely on the way up. So I think looking at what I can offer, how it affects a person individually, how it can help you financially, and how it can help you maintain success. I think that that might be something that I can help our audience with. Awesome. And I didn't even get into um, any of your, your new roles on our council, 
and helping people uh, with a lot of people with a bigger financial problem, which the community needs uh, because Karen is actually our newly acclaimed, soon to be officially newly um, elected uh, counselor because uh, the election is not officially until October, but she will be definitely in that role. And I know there's going to be some cool insights on that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's just a whole lot of uh, information that you're going to be able to bring. And I'm excited because I'll be able to listen to it for sure while I'm, you know, on my my tour or <laughs> doing whatever, you know, my uh, practice is taking me to. So that's exciting. We have um, our last break for the night. I'm going to uh, – I want to take us to our last break. And then when we come back, Karen, we'll, we'll talk more about um, – you know, different topics that you're going to be sharing with us and different approaches that you're going to be taking that uh, I'm excited to hear about and I know our, our audience will be excited as well. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, as well as Karen Cook on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about the uh, growth and expansion that Financially Speaking is going through at the Inspired Choices Network because that's the whole point of our network and the whole point of our show is to help people grow, expand, achieve more, do more, be happy, be successful. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble, joined with Karen Cook on the financial, um, Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about, we were talking about the generations and the various concerns they have financially. And we're also talking about the growth and expansion that we're going through here at the network, specifically here on Financially Speaking. And before we went to break, we were just talking to Karen about the, the direction that she's going to help take the, the show to. Um, which I like to think, uh, frankly, I, I always like to think of our show as not just a, an education on getting more comfortable with your stuff and understanding it, but I like to think that it's like having a friend that you get to talk to about any topic in conversation that relates to finance specifically, but really any topic and how it can help you be more successful in life. And really the Inspired Choices Network is all about helping people grow and, and be successful and expand their their life really to where they want it to be. So I'm excited because there's another a fresh perspective, but um, 
we are connected genetically. So I know that there's there's a lot of the same ideas that Karen and I have. And I'm excited to hear, Karen, on, on some of the topics that you're going to be sharing with uh, our audience. Okay. I've actually started to compile a little list of things I might want to talk about. Um, I suppose I would have to uh, start with uh, how my health care came to be, and I'd like to maybe have a, a few things that we could talk about related to health care. Uh, financially speaking, um, nobody really says, when I retire, I can't wait to live in a, a, a nursing home. I've never heard anybody say that. Anytime I worked in a healthcare facility, I was always told to never get old. I wish those words had stayed, but unfortunately, I'm aging, but I hope to age well. Uh, so I do have a few guest speakers lined up uh, that uh, about some individuals who have businesses, who work in the community to help people stay in their homes, uh, and it's financially feasible to do so. Uh, it can be costly to stay in your home. It can be costly to have help come in, but it's also very costly to have to live in a facility. So I have a guest coming on that can talk to us about how to financially be able to live independently in your home and have some help come in to maybe give you a little bit of assistance with some minor things you might need help with. Uh, also, I do want to discuss um, health and safety in the workplace as well as your own personal health and safety. Uh, we also do a lot of work with children, keeping children safe, helping children learn how to maintain their safety if they're at home or they're babysitting through courses that we offer. Also, having children learn CPR. Most importantly, if a person doesn't act in a situation or an emergency, the most important thing they can do is call 911. And you'd actually be very surprised at how many people forget to call 911. So I do have some things I'd like to discuss in some upcoming shows about that and how to maintain your safety and keep yourself safe. Awesome. Awesome. So, so looking forward to it. Um, I'm excited that uh, I'll still be on the show as a guest at times and uh, be able to even call in or, or be in the chat room, which it's, it's always exciting when we see people in the chat room and ask questions and call in and stuff um, because we're able to really answer questions in a, a real-time kind of way on real topics for people. And a lot of the topics you're talking about, believe it or not, we didn't even rehearse this, but a lot of the topics that you mentioned, they hit all the pain points for the survey that I just read from 2016 on baby boomers and millennials and Gen Xers on uh, their concerns about their finances and long-term care and, and having benefits for their health care and uh, being able to save for retirement and having an emergency fund and an emergency fund isn't just healthcare. I, I know it's you know when the the car needs repair or the dishwasher breaks or you know the the dog needs surgery or any kind of emergency like that. Um, so it's going to be nice to be able to to expand more on how to bring these topics together and cover these multi generational concerns in finance um, because there's there's certainly an awful lot of them. Um, yeah. So any anything else, Karen, that, that you would like to share before we uh, transition into a, a growth stage of our show? 
Uh, yeah, probably just a couple other things. I, um, other than just the safety of ourselves and our businesses, our friends, our family, our children, our family does also include, as you said, our little fur babies. And I actually plan to run a show on that as well because our pets aren't just our pets anymore. They're part of our family and they're just as important as anybody else in the family and they can be a huge finance. So there are some tricks of the trade that I have experienced myself throughout the years that I think viewers will, or sorry, people listening would find a little bit helpful because as you had mentioned, any emergency that comes up, I mean, I've gone through thousands of dollars in surgeries over the years, so you have to find that money. And there are ways to help you with that, and there are some services available out there. So we will definitely talk about that. And I have a few other uh, tricks up my sleeve. So, I mean, I think that we'll have a good time. And, of course, I want to wish you all the best with your upcoming book and the tour and everything that goes along with that. And, of course, I would absolutely love you to be on the show and... While you're away doing your thing, um, we absolutely welcome you anytime. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And I will be uh, shamelessly, I'm sure, plugging my book because um, it's really not a book that's about me. It's about it's about us as individuals, specifically women. And I wrote the book for uh, women who are single, who become single, either through divorce, through being a widow, through choice, whatever the case may be. Maybe uh, there is an awful lot of daily financial stuff, and I'm not talking the the high end, you know, in investments and so forth. I mean, I'm talking about just understanding your daily stuff, even knowing what these acronyms all are and and how they all piece together. So uh, I'm going to be very happy to to share that and uh, make sure that we help people as best as we can, um, which is is great. I'm excited about it. So I'm excited that we're going to be having. Uh, a lot more topics coming on financially speaking and we're going to have a lot of fresh perspectives we're going to be growing as a as an organization and as a show and i'm super excited to see what the future is holding for all of us it's been an, it's super exciting so far and i'm excited to continue the journey with everybody please always feel free to call in and join us in the chat room and we'll be back on financially speaking next week same time we'll talk to you then Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.